Good morning, it's July 4th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. As I said, today is the 4th of July, and the nation celebrates the creation of the greatest nation the world has ever seen. It's a nation where we're free to express ourselves, to pursue our dreams. The United States is truly the city on the hill, the beacon of light to the rest of the world. As a veteran, I appreciate this holiday because it symbolizes to me why I serve my country. It tells me that those years were not wasted, but well spent in preserving the freedoms that we hold so dear. It also allowed me to form bonds with fellow soldiers that lasts a lifetime. I spent my professional life working in and around Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. I had a first-hand look at our democracy and how the laws of the nation are made. I saw the good and the bad, but always had faith that those enacting those laws had the best interests of the public uppermost in their minds. So I will celebrate the nation's birthday today, but I will also feel some sadness at the direction this nation seems to be heading. I'm talking about the most cherished freedom that we hold, and that is about the right to enjoy freedom of speech. The First Amendment to the Constitution made it very clear, and it states, quote, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, end quote. That's the First Amendment to the Constitution. I want you to think about that text for a minute. The Constitution makes it very clear that we have the right to practice our religious beliefs without interference. That language was expressly put into the amendment because England and other European nations at the time were trying to enforce a single religion on their countries. The United States would be a haven where you could be free to worship as you saw fit. We had Puritans in New England, Quakers in Pennsylvania, Catholics in Maryland, we had congregations, Lutherans, Dutch Reformed, etc., all were able to worship in their own manner without fear of government intervention. Well, today there's an all-out assault on religion from all too many on the left. They demand a fully secular nation without any reference to a higher being. They view those who have religious beliefs as antiquated fools. The second aspect of the amendment is another that's critical. Basically, it says that Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. And yet today, the left is in full battle mode in telling us what we can say and even think. The Michigan legislature just passed a law that can impose a fine of up to $10,000 for using the wrong pronoun. Colleges and universities around the nation, led by liberals in education, have begun telling students what they can say and what they cannot say. Professors all too often threaten students with a penalty if they express views that are counter to their own. Speakers are invited to speak on campus only to have liberals demand they be silenced. Unless they would adhere to their political orthodoxy, they're not to be permitted to speak. The final part of the amendment makes it clear that we have the right to petition the government if we feel we're do they're doing things wrong. We also have the right to peacefully assemble. But once again, this is being taken to the extreme. We have groups protesting multiple things and use the right to assemble as the excuse to riot, loot stores, and set fires to private and public property. You have groups like Antifa, who all dress in black in a cowardly manner to prevent being identified as they riot in the streets. And then we have others who abuse this right on a daily basis. I would also include those that entered the Capitol building on January 6th. They're being identified, prosecuted, and sentenced, as they should be. But where is the left demanding that left-wing rioters be prosecuted? Our founding fathers set up a government with three distinct branches. The executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. Each of these has very separate powers, and they act as a check on each other. 
And as I said yesterday, it's very disturbing to see one branch become so critical of the judicial branch, and now it has become both executive and legislative ones complaining that the Supreme Court has not decided cases in a way they would have liked. Over the years, the court has made decisions that I disagreed with, but I would not engage in an attack on the court. I would not suggest that we change the makeup of the court by adding justices, nor would I want to highly politicize the court by suggesting they can be impeached by an unhappy legislative branch. I've suggested there be age limits as opposed to term limits for all three branches. I believe that once you attain the age of 75, you can no longer run for either the presidency or an office in Congress. I also think that members of the federal judiciary should take senior status once they hit age 80. We have age minimums in the Constitution for the House, Senate, and the presidency. There's no reason we couldn't have age limits. But getting back to celebrating our day of independence, I want to say that I remain a proud veteran and a proud citizen of the United States of America. I fully realize there are some dark moments in our history. Slavery was an abomination. The internment of Japanese Americans during World War II is criminal. The level of anti-Semitism that existed in the U.S. for so long needed to be eradicated. But we've made great progress in so many of these areas, and yet all too many want to ignore that progress and denounce our country. I, for one, will stand proudly today and salute the flag that I swore to defend. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, hit the subscribe button or recommend it to your friends. Or if you have a comment, leave it. Thank you.